Atlanta's Victory. Victory 91.5. Greg Sykes and all I need to know. And and all you need to know uh, with regards to Pentecost, we are learning today. My name, by the way, Brian Race in for uh, Keith Davis, who has the day off. Our Bible teacher today, our general manager, Ray Haynes. And Ray, it's been my observation with a lot of the feasts that uh, that the Lord often talks about the use of bread sure. in the various feasts. Uh, does bread play a significant role with regards to, to Pentecost. It does. Oddly enough, I, I find it kind of uh, slightly entertaining. You know, at First Fruits, they're out there with a the barley harvest, and they're out, got a this big, big thing of barley in their hand, they're waving it to God, which is logical. But then you get to Pentecost, and they're out there with two loaves of bread. <laughs> Seems a little strange. <laughs> yeah, I get it's the, uh, it's the imagery in my head I can't get out of. But uh, it's interesting to note, there's two loaves, number one, and it's leavened bread, all right? So you remember at Passover, there's no leaven because leaven represents sin. So you get to Pentecost and go, I'm confused. Is What what exactly is leaven then? If we're eating leavened bread to represent Jesus or the Holy Spirit? And the other question people ask a lot of times, why are there two loaves? You know, there's one sheaf at first fruits. Mm-hmm. But yet two at Pentecost. Why is that? So what's the deal? So a lot of this, anytime you go in the Old Testament, it's called shadows and types. In other words, if you have a light, you have something blocking that light, it casts a shadow. In the end, what you're looking at is Jesus. But what is it up here? And it's what is this type that shows you Jesus? And in this case, it's this bread. And it's also showing you the Holy Spirit. So it's this bread that is the shadow or the type that we're looking at it to understand Jesus better. Mm-hmm. So number one, <clears throat> why two loaves? It's a double shadow. Kind of cool. Number one, it's our wedding day. And if you've ever been to a wedding, you'll notice there's always a bride and a groom. So one of the shadows represents both parties at this thing. Revelation 21. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Look, God's dwelling place is now among the people, and he will dwell with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe every tear from their eyes, There'll be no more death or mourning or crying or pain for the old order of things has passed away. So when you talk about the wedding and Jesus bring, being our bridegroom and we being the bride of Christ, this is one of the shadows and types that you're going to see on Pentecost is the bride and the groom. The more dominant one, though, is Israel is a nation of Jews. The church is made up of both Jews and Gentiles. That is one of the themes of Pentecost that just continually comes up is always be looking outward. God is not just working on you. He's working on you and working on the world through you. So Ephesians 2, for he himself is our peace. It was made both one, Jew and Gentile, has broken down the wall of separation, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, that is the law of co- commandments ordained, contained in ordinances, so as to create in himself and God one new man from the two, 
thus making peace, that he might reconcile them both to God in one body through the cross. This is a pretty big mystery here, mind you. Mm -hmm. But thereby putting to death the enmity, and he came and preached peace to you who were far off and to those who were near. So when Jesus dies on the cross, he's bringing together Jew and Gentile and himself, and he creates this new man. So when we come to Jesus and we're saved, we're baptized in the Holy Spirit. All of this is the bringing of God in us, not just us believing something or following a set of rules and standards. Every other religion doesn't have God encountering them and coming into them and dwelling them like this because this is God's idea. And that's huge. I mean, what a game changer. You ain't kidding. Yeah, thank you, Lord. Yeah, can you imagine thousands of years of sacrifice and all this and what what God was after the whole time was still to say, no, 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 this isn't what I'm about. Let me show you what I'm about. Hmm. So the there is one odd question, as I mentioned, it's the leaven. Why suddenly is there leaven in the bread if it's talking about God? So this is the only service in which priests use leavened bread. And number one, the reason why, the harvest will be people who will not live entirely sin-free. As you've probably noticed, since you have come to Jesus, you probably sinned, unless you died immediately afterwards, right? So unleavened speaks of God. There's no leaven in God. The church will rely on God's righteousness to make them blameless, because leaven or yeast is a symbol of decay. So we're in these bodies, we're dying or decaying daily. So in this case, the leaven in this bread really just is a reminder of us that we're part of the equation. We we don't add to it at all. We mm-hmm. detract. We, we're, what, we're what counts that one day eternity has to come and we get to get out of these bodies and tempt, there will be no more temptation. There will be no more sin. There will be no more tears. In the same way that the Israelites lifted up the serpent in the desert, and it represented Jesus on the cross, believe it or not, this leaven in this bread at Pentecost actually represents the Holy Spirit. And here's where that is, Matthew 13. Another parable he spoke to them, the kingdom of heaven is like leaven, which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal till it was all leavened. So in this case, the Holy Spirit in us is causing a change in us. It's changing our nature and character into a sweet-smelling fragrance, like, you know, fresh yeasty bread. It just, whoa, hey, what's that? (laughs) And that's what God's trying to do. And, And Pentecost shouldn't be the argumentative time where everybody has to be right or wrong. But Jesus calls himself the bread of life that comes down from heaven. And the Greek word for bread there, artos, is used only for leavened bread. The word for unleavened bread is azumos. So even when he talks about Jesus coming, he he uses the word of leavened bread, which is to say, I'm going to become sin for your sake. And you know, the fact that God has done this, so Pentecost is that festival that reminds you just how awesome God is and just at, to what great lengths he has come. He's, he didn't just die on the cross. He became sin for us. The living God became sin for us. He took all of our sin upon himself. So The holy God yeah. took on sin. I mean, that's even more mind-blowing. Yeah, it is a, it's a big one. So, you know, Pentecost, a phenomenal festival, but it's not just about, you know, the baptism in the Holy Spirit. There's lots of themes uh, interwoven within this 
because of all the sacrifices. Where do you want to go in our next segment? Uh, in fact, uh, let me just quickly remind people, you can get this teaching at blog.victory915.com. We're posting up each of the segments as we go. We'll have Ray's teaching notes there a little bit later. But uh, for those of you that are listening on the radio right now, what's a good reason for them to hang around and sure. come back? The tease, eh? Well, you know, I you get a lot of people, and they're just really struggling, and they ask a very, very excellent question, which is, I have gifts that sound like the gifts of the Holy Spirit, but I don't speak in tongues. I, I've never had that kind of uh, an encounter. So why do I have gifts if I haven't ever been baptized in the Holy Spirit? We'll answer that question, or rather, Ray will answer that question <laughs> coming up God will. in just a matter of minutes. Right here on Victory 91.5, we are so glad to have you joining us today. Mobile Hydraulics of Georgia.